Try to imagine the excitement of heading into the wilderness. He hoped he would experience that excitement for himself soon. There was a possibility that his mother, Nancy, his father, Tom, and nine-year-old sister, Sarah, could be making their way along the same road in December. This was not certain yet, but seven days earlier, his father had ridden off to Indiana to see if he could locate a suitable plot of land for the family to settle on. Not that there was anything wrong with the farm they lived on in Hardin County, Kentucky. Abe liked the place. But there was a problem. A problem Abe knew about only because he had lain awake in his loft bed late one night and heard his father talking to a neighbor about it. His ears had pricked up as he heard his father's tone of voice. It was tired and defeated. Abe's father, Tom Lincoln, hardly ever sounded like that. He always had a funny story to tell or a song to sing. But not that night. The two men had talked in low voices about the problem of land ownership in Kentucky. Abe didn't understand all they said, but he was able to follow parts of the conversation. And even to a young boy, the situation seemed unfair. Tom Lincoln owned three farms in Kentucky, none of them large, but each of them big enough to make a living from. But now, lawyers were saying he didn't exactly own the farms. It was all because of a law stating that when a person bought land in Kentucky, he had to survey it himself and determine where the boundaries were. The law caused problems from the start. Some people simply lied about the boundaries of their property when they had their title deeds prepared, saying they had paid for land they knew belonged to their neighbors. Others made an honest effort to record where their land started and finished. The trouble was that people used landmarks like trees, stream beds, piles of rocks, even clumps of dirt to mark out their land. But over time, these markers could change. A tree would topple, or a flood would force a stream bed to flow in a different path. To make matters worse, most landowners in Kentucky, like Abe's father, could not read or write. To draw up the title deed for their land, they hired a clerk. Unfortunately, these clerks worked fast and often made careless mistakes, which an illiterate farmer had no way of detecting. As a result of these problems, oftentimes three or four men had title to the same piece of land. As Abe continued listening from the loft, he learned that the Middletons, a wealthy family from Philadelphia, were taking advantage of the confusing situation. The Middletons claimed they had a title to the Lincoln Farm at Knob Creek, as well as the nine other farms neighboring it. This totaled 10,000 acres of land, and the Middletons were determined to take the land from its current owners. They hired important lawyers from back east to make sure they got what they wanted. Hard-working, illiterate men like Tom Lincoln and his neighbors were no match for such an onslaught of fancy lawyers. They had no money to hire lawyers to defend their right of ownership, and so were about to lose the land they had paid for with hard-earned money. It was then that Abe had first heard his father talk about heading north into Indiana Territory. As bitter as his father sounded, 
Abe knew of one reason why his parents would be glad to leave Kentucky. When Kentucky had been admitted to the Union in 1792, it was declared a slave state. Slaves did most of the hard labor in the area, and during the past ten years, more and more slaves had been brought in to work the land. Now, in 1816, there were 1,627 white males over 16 years of age, and 1,007 black slaves living in Hardin County. Having so many slaves in the county made it difficult for uneducated white men to find work. Most of the farmers dispossessed of their land had no choice but to pack up and move on. Not only that, the Lincolns were members of Little Mount Church, a separate Baptist congregation. There were many things members of the church did not believe in, such as...